Today, the 10th of Shvat, Yud Shvat, is the yurt site of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzhak Schneerson, the Rebbe Ayatz. Today is the day in 1950 when he passed away. And then a year later, in 1951, his son-in-law, the Lubavitcher Rebbe of our generation, accepted the mantle of the leadership on this day of Yud Shvat. And as is well known, before the previous Rebbe, before the Rebbe Ayatz passed away, he gave a mimer. He, he would, the last couple of years, the, he wasn't able to talk clearly because of the strokes that he had as a result from all the torture that he endured from the communists, etc. So he would give out mamar written, in written form. And so a few days before he passed away, he gave over the mimer to learn on on the day of his passing, because it was already beforehand his grandmother, Rebetz and Rivka's Yurtzeit. He gave over the mimer to learn, Bossi Ligani, I have come to my garden, my sister, my bride. And the Reb of our generation, the Lubavitch Reb of our generation, would every year say another mimer based on one of the chapters of that mimer. But as the Rebbe once said, because we know that the name of something gives over its essence, as the Baal Shem Tov taught us. So the name of all these mamarim, all these Hasidic discourses that are connected to this day, the name of them is Basi Ligani, I have come to my garden. And so the Rebbe said there has to be something to learn even from just the name, the name of these mamarim, before we even get into the deeper details of what they're all about. And the way the Rebbe said it is that the lesson that has to be learned from the name of the mimer is something that could be understood even to a child, even to a person of very low capacity of understanding because the name is the essence and essence takes everyone equally. So the Rebbe said, what's the ultimate lesson from Basiligani? God is saying, I've come to my garden. This world, this physical world, the world that we're living in, this solid rocks and wood and everything that you're metal that you're looking at whatever you're look, looking at right now is all part of God's garden Basiligani the name of these mamarm is that Hashem is saying about this world our world I've come to my garden that God looks at this world as his garden a garden is something that one grows for pleasure a garden is not like a field a field is for food <clears throat> a sada a sada is a field that's where one needs to have food. But a gan, a garden, that's some place that one makes, a garden, a secret garden, a special garden, to go to have pleasure. One strolls there to have pleasure from the beauty of the garden. And that's how God looks at this world. In fact, actually, the Medrash that the Mamarm always quote, the Medrash associates this word that God is calling this world, gani, my garden, to the word ginunya, Lignuni, that what's a genunya? It's a genunya comes from the Greek. It's a word that means a bridal chamber. It's the room that the chassan and kala, the bride and the groom, when the wedding is over and it's time for them to be intimate, the room where they go is called the genunya. And so Hashem is calling this world, not the upper spiritual worlds with their angels, etc. Our world that we find ourselves in, that we're looking at right now, Hashem says, It's my genunya, it's my bridal chamber, it's my garden, it's my most intimate place. And so the lesson that one could already learn from the name of these mamarm is how we're supposed to look at the world, no matter how scary and frightening and sad the world could be. No matter how the world seems to be sometimes like a jungle, that those that have the most power are the ones that rule, etc. And very often you could look at the world and one could feel despondent. One could feel almost like wanting to give up, despair, because there's so much lies and so much 
negativity that we see in the world. But the Rebbe said, we have to l- learn from the name of these mamarm basiligani that God is calling this world his bridal chamber, his garden, that this world has the potential to be inherent within it, completely unified with God's essence. And therefore, we have to start looking with Hasidic spectacles, not to look at the, what the world looks like right now, the sheker, the lie of the world, that the world seems to be something so negating God, but rather the panemius, the inwardness of the world is Hashem Himself. And it's astounding to think, people like the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, who, like as I mentioned, was tortured by the communists, and then he had to run away from the Nazis, and, and the Rebbe of our generation also saw the Holocaust, saw what was happening. They, all, they were talking to Jews only five or six years after Auschwitz, and they were telling them to look at the world as a garden. To look at the world as God's garden, to completely change the way that they were thinking. Imagine after World War II, these Jews, the people that survived, what's the Rebbe's message to them? Never giving up, having faith that this world is God's garden. We have to have that belief that essentially the world is someplace that is for God's pleasure. And Mashiach is the day that we will have revealed that in the world. What we have to do now as the Rebbe Ayat says in the Mimers to change the sheker, the lie of the world, the lie that the world seems to be something other than God, to a kesher, to a connection, that we use the world as a way to connect to God through the world, and ultimately to turn the world into a keresh, which means the wooden beams of the mishkan, that we're going to change the sheker, the lie of the world, to a kesher by being connected to God through the world, and then the world will be a keresh, the beam of the mishkan, to allow Hashem to reveal His infinite essence in His garden, in His bridal chamber, once more within our world. May we see it finally today.